0: Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Artist Point of View, brought to you by The Archive Project. We'd like to start out by giving a special thanks to Venue by 4M here in Ann Arbor for allowing us to use their space throughout this series. If you're in need of a place to hold meetings, lounge out and watch the game, rent office space, or grab some delicious food, or you just need a quiet, peaceful atmosphere to work in, Venue is definitely the spot for you. For more details on this amazing spot and what they have to offer, head over to experience4m.com. We'd also like to give a huge shout out to Poetic Productions and the team over there who's responsible for all visual adaptations of our podcast episodes, which will be uploaded to YouTube upon filming. Today, for our first episode, we have a very special guest, someone I've personally known for about three to four years now, and who takes his art very seriously. Outside of his music, he pursues many entrepreneurial endeavors and supports his community in just about any way that he can find. His most recent album, Project iPhone, has an absolutely unmatched energy. I've been excited to get him in here on the show and unpack a ton of topics. So, without any further hesitation, welcome to the show, Inhaling Stars. Yo. How yo, we doing today, good man? man good. How you been, man? I'm good, man. You coming right back from LA, yeah? Yeah,
1: man. Just touched down back from LA.
0: All right, man. Tell me about a little bit what you're getting into over there.
1: Uh, man, I ain't gonna lie. I got into a lot. I got into a lot of stuff out there, uh, from eating on food trucks. LA, eleven thirty at night, midnight. You feel me? All types of stuff. Rolling through different cities. Yeah, it was so much shit to do out there, man.
0: What did oh. you originally go down there for? You got a, you went to perform, yeah?
1: So yeah, I actually ended up doing a festival. It's called the Moon Vies Festival. Shout out to all the artists that was out there. Mm-hmm. I had a crazy fun time out there, man. Like most people don't know. Like I always wanted to go out to LA. Like wanted to go. Out it to was Canada, your first man. time. Yeah, that oh. was my first time out there. All right, you know. Seeing everything, you feel me? Like my family, even though it was my first time, just doing like doing that shit in general. Man, absolutely, so I got to see the ocean for the first time too. That was like a, that was a big thing for me. Hell yeah, bro! You know, like as a water sign, exactly. <laughs> I got to see the ocean. I felt like I was really at home. You know what I mean?
0: All right. Well, we're glad you got you back, bro. Glad you came home safe. Uh, I appreciate. Of that. course, man. I yeah, so I just want to start out with a couple in, uh, questions, just introduce you to the crowd a little bit, and uh, my first question is, I wanted to know about your name. How <laughs> did, what is the story behind your stage name, Hailing Stars?
1: <laughs> That's probably the one question I do get asked the most. Uh, out of everything else, like of course, you know I do music, but the name is really what takes people's ear, and it's just like, I've never heard anything like that. So what originally happened was, this name came before me doing music. I was actually this is like when Instagram like first came out type shit and I was looking for a new Instagram name and I couldn't really think on any other name and I'm like, what would be something unique to me that I know nobody else has? Right, right, right. And I'm like, inhaling what? Because I didn't smoke then. Yeah, I, I know smoke. your ass don't smoke. So <laughs> I don't even smoke now, you feel me? Yeah. So I'm like, what would it be? And I'm like, what do I you know, what do I fuck with? And I'm like, stars, like astronomy. Yeah. So I'm like, Stars. And then when I said it to myself like four times, I'm like, oh, nah, hold on. Like, this name will crazy. code like, <laughs> cold as <laughs> this hell. Cold as crazy, so let me go ahead and run with it. Hell so, yeah. honestly, like, that name really came from IG. And that was, like, my first, like, whiff of, I guess, like, notoriety. Yeah. Cause like, walking around, like, Ann Arbor or, like, going to, like, the mall and stuff, I started hearing it from people, like, oh, that's Hell and Stars. That's and I'm like, that okay, y'all know me by yeah. his name, you feel me? Oh, yeah. And I just, you know what I mean? Like, I just took that persona on and just ran with it, because I know nobody else had that name, right. except for one person on Twitter, but <laughs> we got to get that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck
0: him. No, I'm <laughs> just playing. So at the time you were picking your stage name, were you already using music as an expressive art? Have you ar- had you already solidified yourself as an artist that that was what you were wanting to do, or that was before? The so name came way before that.
1: Yeah, the name actually ended up coming like before I started really wanting to do music. Ironically, I didn't even want to do music. Like, really? Yeah. Crazy enough, like my perspective on like artistry, and, like music wise, was kind of like I thought it was cheesy. Like I thought like being an artist was corny. Man. Just because it was like so saturated as far as the industry and stuff. Like, Bottleneck. You, you see what happens to artists. So I'm like, man, i never do that. You know, that's kind of like the sellout part. But of course, of I'm course. Like, I, I could never see myself doing music and shit like that. So. Then it just came down to where, like, a lot of people was telling me, like, yo, like, you talented at this. Like, you need to really go ahead and see Stick what you with can do, it. like, see how far you can take it. And I'm like, man, what? Like, use it. And I, I really ain't giving no second thought. And then I'm like, you know what? Okay, too many people telling me that I could do this, so let me, let me take it and run with it and see what happens.
0: Was there, like, a turning point for you or a project that you worked on where you were like, yeah, you know, I could really do this. Like, for real. I really like it
1: uh honestly i would say when i started writing out uh toxic nights
0: yeah i remember that
1: because what people don't know is toxic nights is not a new song i actually wrote that song out in 2017. and I it's on
0: project it. iphone isn't it yeah, yeah it's on that's my what I album
1: but i wrote that song out in 2017 and i ended up finishing it up late 2022. man yeah so it was like writing that song out i was like Seeing how many different like styles and sounds that I can really capture, it started to become a challenge.
0: Yeah, man, you have a very unique sound, for sure. As we ro- saying that, rolling to the next question: How would you describe your style? Like, who influenced you?
1: Uh, <laughs> if Influ- you if you even have
0: influences?
1: Ah, I definitely do. Um, influence wise, I say like my biggest three is uh, Wiz Khalifa, ASAP Rocky. And <laughs> Drake. <laughs> why you
0: why you the Drake? Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's a comparison that I do get a lot, yeah. which I really don't like it. But knowing how he is, like as far as the industry goes, I had to really like embrace that because it's like you being compared to one of the greats. Like of even co- though yeah, I really think of all course. artists are greats in their own way, it's just like to be compared to Drake. It's kind of cheesy because a lot of people just think Drake corny as fuck. Right. So Everything he
0: touched do. go platinum, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's
1: like, shit, when you've been at the top for so long, it can come across like that. Of course, But of it's course. like, hey, if I'm getting compared to somebody that's like that, that can only mean great things is ahead for me. Of course, of
0: course. So you are from the area. You are from Ann Arbor? Yeah, born yeah. and raised. All right, does that hold any influence over who you are as an artist and the way you b- have been putting your music out? Has it had any type of, or do you feel like, no, it hasn't? You've taken your influences from other places.
1: Uh, really, really, I can say so. It definitely has taken this place from like here, but at the same time, a lot of how I go about my music isn't from here. Yes. So like the people and everything like that. Like your typical sound isn't what you would hear here. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like my experiences, I, I rap in like situations. Like I'm a situational rapper. Yeah. So like I story tell, but at the same time I rap about like situations. So
0: like personal experiences that you've gone through.
1: Yeah, personal experiences or just shit that other people have gone through that I can really capture and put it back out there, like, oh damn, I went through this too. So like a lot of stuff that goes on in this city, because it's you know, I wouldn't want to say like it's a super big city, but it's always something to do. Hell you yeah. Know, it's always something to do. You got so to get many into people around something that's just doing stuff on the move. So I feel like that definitely it's captured in my music, as far as always just doing different things and all the different areas of life that you could touch. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, just a little Ice Baker question that I had because I know you've been you've been on it for some years now. So far in your career, what's been the best part? What's been the worst part? You could generalize it. You can go into depth. I just want to know with what you've experienced and you just traveled. Yeah. And like, what was the best part and what was the worst part for you?
1: Um, I would say the best part of your
0: whole artist experience?
1: uh, The best part, putting together my first album. uh, I don't think people really know that it took me four years to drop eight songs. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of people can look at that and be like, really four years to drop eight songs? Like, what took you so long? It's only eight. And it's like, with me, it was a time, like a time and quality thing. I didn't wanna just put together eight songs that just felt like they was just thrown together. Right, right. I really wanted to capture the image and vibe of me in all different areas to where every song doesn't sound nothing like the last and you really get that when you listen to the album because any song that you play doesn't sound like the next or the one that you just got done listening to Right, right. so I would say that was definitely the best part of it I would say the worst was not the pandemic but really balancing out love life you know relationships as an artist as an artist and then yeah. still figuring out how to write out music figuring out you know the creative process because at times I really didn't know like I really didn't have no blueprint for this shit it was really just me doing stuff on the fly
0: winging it man yeah and seeing what was coming out
1: yeah so you know it was just like that all in itself really took a toll on like my creative side so then it was like I got really I felt like I had to get back to me and that took some time to really
0: in your opinion, what makes an artist? Not necessarily good, but what makes an artist an artist?
1: <laughs> uh, a, what makes an artist, I feel like it's, you know, uh, searching for the muse and the artist to paint it. So it's like within that, whatever you make, that's really the artist right there. It's not really even the person. Yeah. It's, it comes to the point where... And what it, comes out of them. Exactly. Yeah, facts, it's facts. like the expression the person is just the shell
0: some might say being a, uh, being an artist can be a stressful situation because some of the stuff you put out can like come from it uh, comes from emotions all that stuff man like it, it could be really dirty and grimy some s- the s- shit you got to put out is art you know what i'm saying yeah
1: it's like always being like in the spotlight and always knowing that somebody's gonna have an opinion right good and bad is really based, but still right you know right. however they look at it you're always going to be subjected to hearing it you know rather you want to hear it or not but you know i feel like it's really just about how you represent your life and how you live your yep. personality through your art that's really what makes the artist the artist itself
0: yeah you just answered my next question which was what does the legacy of music or the impact that it has means to you what does that mean to you
1: Yeah, you uh, just answered that straight <laughs> up.
0: What comes out of the artist, man? Yeah, it's that's, like what that's it is.
1: really your legacy at the end of the day. It's, you know, what you put out there, but at the same time, it's like really you looking back and seeing how far you came and grown as a person through your music. Yep. Like music is really a spiritual journey. A lot of people don't know that, though. But it's like when you really look back, even as a fan, because I even tell people, like, nowadays I listen to music way differently than I did before I started making music. Before I started making music, I was really just – know listen to music just to be a fan like oh i like the sound yeah. but it's like now that i'm making music i really can sit there and see the depth in the words that people really put out and like i really get to see a piece of them that a lot of other people if you just met me when i wasn't doing music you wouldn't be able to really catch that right so you know i feel like that's really a part of the legacy just mm-hmm. overall
0: What do you think that, well, what do you hope that your listeners are getting from your music? Like, when your fans go and search you up, listen to your tunes, what do you hope they're getting from that?
1: Really authenticity of me. Yeah. You know, it's uh, my openness and transparency as far as, like, not really being categorized and put in a box because I feel like your life is not meant to for you to really just stay in one lane. Like, yeah, you can have a predominant sound, a predominant, you know, pattern as far as, like, your layout. But at the end of the day, life is so unpredictable got so many twists and turns you never know how your next project can come out or how it's going to sound just by the stuff that you was really like going through or subjected to when you was writing it out or yeah. what you was subjected to afterwards so.
0: i also feel like trying to put out a project to make people like it i feel like that's a lot of what we hear nowadays is i'm going to release this because it's catchy or because i think it's going to make it to the top of the billboard no you need it that that's that's not authentic you're not going to find no authenticity in that Being able to record what you're feeling, what you're going through, like using it as an outlet, people appreciate that much more. That's what I saw. That's what I got from Project iPhone. Like, this is, here's me in an album. (laughs) You heard me? uh,
1: A lot of people ended up saying that where it was just like, you know, like, I feel like that was a great introduction to you. And my only thing was where it was like, I never thought about it like an introduction to me. Like, oh, this is my big just more along the lines of okay this is my first time putting together a project how would I go about it Right. that's how these songs came out because I'm like Mm. I don't want it to sound too similar to everything like I don't want every track to sound the same so me being in that mind state made the track made the album so versatile to sound so different from the last but you still get all of the sides of me you get the cool side, smooth side side. Emotional side, all that, like all yeah. All of that. So, yeah. I think that's like the best part about all of that.
0: As you keep, I, I, we know there's great things coming for you, we already know that, but as you continue moving up in your career and you go more, you get closer closer to that beast that we call the industry, what are you hoping to, like, what are you hoping to see? What are you hoping to not see? Like, what do you, like, do you have any boundaries for yourself going into, you know, the music industry? Like. We've seen some of our favorite rappers chewed up and spit out over and over again, just from that machine of the industry. Like as coming into it, as as you know, you will. Like, do you have anything set up for yourself? Like staying grounded, Uh, even when you know you're talented. You like you can't put a number on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how are you gonna deal with those things when they come up for you?
1: You know, for me, it's it's all about you know the process. It's really just trusting it. You know, I always feel like if you're not in a bad position you know i feel that same way as far as the industry you know because a lot of what we hear even in the industry we hear a lot of bad shit happen we see a lot of bad shit happen but it's like most of the time most of the time some of those people or people they decide to work with usually they do have something that went on behind the scenes for yep. that to happen Yep. You know. so it's like the energy that you keep and the energy you put out most of the time, you're going to steer clear of certain stuff that you might have to take heed and note of, but usually you taking heed and note of those things, is going to help you maneuver in a different way, a better yeah. way, so then you don't really get subjected to those situations. Yeah. So, I feel like that's really what it is for me, is, you know, not being oblivious to what can happen, because we don't ever want to be oblivious to stuff, right. you know, but it's like just being aware of the type of things that do go on and take note. Already, so yeah, that's been going on for years. Yeah.
0: I saw a video that uh, it was from Ice Cube and he uh, was talking about like the group of gatekeepers, like even when it comes to anything, whether it's industry, sports, whatever it is, and how they get mad when you don't want to be a part of their club. It's like they want to know why. Well, if you do this, blah, 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 I'll give you this. No, like you said, something can always go on behind the scenes when you are authentic and you just it's really easy to put out something catchy. It's difficult to put out eight songs in four years. Like, that's that's perfection. That's I wanted to make sure this was right before I dropped it to you.
1: I'm going uh, to speak on that part, especially when you're talking about gatekeeping. Yeah. Like, uh, I really feel like, you know, people that do get mad about, like, why you don't want to work with them, a lot of people got to realize and understand that you're not meant to be in every situation. Yeah. You're not meant to be in It every might look
0: situation. real good, but you don't know what's going on
1: some situations that you see, you might think that, oh, damn, like, I could do that too. Some situations aren't meant for you to actually be in. They're meant for you to see and take notice of, but not actually be in it firsthand. Man. You know, so even to those, you know, in the industry and stuff like that, it's gonna always come a time where you are gonna come across those type of situations where you gotta make that decision on, is this good for me in the long run? Or for sure, I'll leave it alone. Right now, you know, and you gotta really see it for what it is it through if it's a good opportunity by all means take it i'm not saying don't take risks but you definitely got to be aware you got to be smart intelligent with the risks and maneuvers that you are taking
0: man and then when you're trying to be careful with those things you have to balance your creative your creative expression and not let it blend into the commercial of what they have going on here because most of the most of the shit i'm hearing mainstream it's not saying nothing to me like it, the words mean nothing to me like it's, it's uh, not authentic i'll keep going back to that word right. but how do you as an artist balance your creative expression and not fall into those commercial traps the oh well you know i get come sign come come sign you know what i'm saying come sign this label we'll give you all this money that you're gonna have to make back on tours you know what i'm saying
1: well um <coughs> that's the business side of music you know yeah oh yeah of course to me that's that's a different aspect of it but as far as like the creative expression uh i've definitely gotten caught into that a lot of people don't know it but the one thing that i did learn about myself is those songs that i did write out but it's more so along the lines of you really feel when something is not as authentic as the shit that you really put your time and effort into. Like, you know when you just do some shit together. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? Of course, man. So it's like, at that time, those type of songs, I really didn't push, I didn't put out, because, you know, it didn't really speak to me. It's like, okay, you know you meant for something bigger than, you know, the overall general message that's getting pushed out. You gotta really act on that.
0: Yeah, you have to. You have to act on that. Is there any other opinions that you have on the industry that
1: you'd like to share?
0: <laughs> At all? Because uh, like I'm saying, man, you just went to LA. Like what were the artists like there when you met them?
1: Uh especially out in LA, man. Um, ironically I didn't e- I didn't actually meet a lot of LA artists no? when I was out there. Nah, a
0: lot of people coming from like what you was doing coming out of town?
1: Yeah, like I met some artists from Phoenix, Mississippi, Boston, and all of that. You know, I, I think the only couple of No shit. I know. got some, you know, got some modeling stuff on the way too. But um, you know, as far as just the industry in general, for any other artist that is out there, you know, that's listening, watching, or whatever, I would say do your homework. You know, do your research on stuff. You know, a lot of people talk about like three hundred and sixty deals and how they bad and stuff like that. Do your research. You know, do your due dil- due diligence. What
0: might know? be bad for somebody might not be bad for somebody else.
1: Exactly. learn in this industry if you really don't give your time and your effort and energy into it you know as far as streaming royalties like you really take your time out to really learn that type of stuff mm-hmm. even me even though i'm preaching game to you right now i'm saying that because i'm still doing my homework on it you know what i mean i'm still figuring it out as i go along so then one everybody love money you know getting paid off of your creative process you know getting paid off of what you love that's to the do. dream exactly that's the dream right there but you know You got to make sure you setting things up in a proper fashion especially when we talk in business because my artist name is a name yeah but at the same time it's a brand i didn't think about it like that until like later on down the line i'm like okay this is a brand i gotta really take care of it for the longevity so you know just do your homework with stuff like that take your time with it don't stress yourself don't rush yourself but trust yourself
0: (laughs) do you have any other advice for upcoming artists aspiring artists
1: what you want to do or what someone else wants you to do do what you're called to do don't think that is lame that's the biggest thing for me like if you would especially like not to you know single anybody out but it's like especially if you would do and you know that you can sing man i know a lot of people out there like even me prime example like if you knew me from back then like i was one of them people i was singing the shorties on the phone like that's what i was doing. <laughs> you know nah for real like I'm not sugarcoating shit no, yeah, that's yeah. really what it was for me like I was you know singing on the phone like all of that type of shit but I see how it came out in my music to where I'm so more open to doing so versus where I shy away from it because ah damn, when you first hear yourself on the microphone that's how you sound to everybody else how you sound to you is way different than how you sound to everybody else so when you hear yourself on the microphone you know it might throw you for a loop, right. shock you a little bit would
0: you say that's a like that's an that's an obstacle you had to overcome
1: oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. definitely uh reason why is because when you listen to music you know you hear sound. sound nothing like nobody else but it took for me to embrace that like yeah you don't sound like nobody else so nobody else is gonna be able to sound like you Not you know advice. and I just I took that and ran with it but you know as far as advice to any artist out there upcoming and everything just keep going you know mm. keep doing what you're doing you might have to change some stuff up here and there but you gotta run with the punches you know change is really for the better it's for the good so whatever changes you gotta make you gotta shake and maneuver whichever way you
0: we're talking to the, those are the aspiring artists now. If you can go back three to five years and talk to your younger self, what would you tell that young man? It <laughs> 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 <We> was wild. <laughs> yeah, that, I ain't gonna
1: lie. That question definitely, uh, you know, caught me. And you said three to five years? Three to
0: five years. Anytime in between that, what would you go back and tell him? Ooh, that was
1: in the, th- that was in the fake, that was in So I would definitely tell myself, "You're doing exactly what you need to do." <laughs> I wouldn't even even if it anything. don't feel like it. You're I wouldn't doing change it. anything because you know every you know it would be a different timeline. I would be on a different timeline if I was to say something to alter that. So I would really just you know say, "Keep doing what you're doing," but just know that great things are on the way. Just know that great things are on the way, just so you can <coughs> really have that out.
0: Would you, do it, would you have done anything differently? Would you have told him to do anything differently?
1: No, I wouldn't. Uh, the reason why I say that, I know a lot of people nowadays definitely say no to that, but the reason why I say so is because seeing as how my life has played out thus far, me growing as a being, not just an artist. Not just a human as either.
0: A, <laughs> as a being.
1: As a being, me growing, learning, Unlearning things, detaching myself from situations. All of that happened because of the situations that I was already subjected to and put in. You know, my unknowingness is what got me here. So I wouldn't change anything. Right.
0: That's beautiful, man. Beautiful. Alright, let's talk about what you got coming up. Huh. Anything huh. Let's let's hear about you got projects coming up, you got merchandise coming out. Modeling.
1: <laughs> ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> laughing yeah. like that because, um... It's an evil laugh. Yeah. It's a diabolical yeah. laugh. Uh, I'm, ironically, I'm more quiet when it comes to the shit that's coming next. But, I had this exact thought when I was coming home from L.A. Like, probably the day before I really left, I just kept thinking about it to myself. Like, man, like, you just went to L.A., you performed out there. Man. What's next? You know, what's next? And, ironically, somebody asked me this yesterday. <laughs> Preparing you like that's something that i don't answer it's something that i end up finding myself in the middle of and that's where i answer it like oh this is what was next it's something that i don't answer right now not saying because i'm gatekeeping or anything like that but it's just like i don't know what the fuck is next you
0: don't know what could come up huh
1: right like i know what i can work on what i could be working on what i already have in motion before i left but at the same time you know it's just like whatever does come up sporadically that's
0: you just, you kind of let it go in with the flow then, yeah.
1: Exactly. Do I got a, uh, excuse me, my bad, y'all. Uh, do I got a project that I'm about to work on? Yes. That's really detailing everything that went up in L.A., you know, so that's something that I'm about to write out yeah. probably when I, get ba- when I get done with this. And I had a couple visuals on the way. A lot of people have been asking me for music videos just because you hear the type of songs that I make. The
0: album cover got me wanting videos. <laughs> <laughs> i curious yeah.
1: to see how my videos are going to look. Yeah. Especially off the album cover. Oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You know. can put a, li- a little bro in the whole universe. Exactly. <laughs> you know, So, like,
1: animated stuff, 3D animation, you know, me just putting the name to the, you know, putting the face to the name. Yeah. It's Absolutely. just like, that's what's next. So, you got visuals, you know, modeling stuff. You definitely got clothes on the way, too. So, definitely oh cool. stay tuned for that. I'm still figuring it out as I go along. Absolutely. especially like being a one-man army with a couple different things and couple different aspects, but you know, the team comes along as you keep going.
0: In this time now as you move in R&D and development, what's uh what's the best way for your fans to support you right now? And where th- where can they find all your stuff at?
1: The best way for y'all to support me is, you know, letting the love in. What I mean by that is if, because the ones that love my music, they're going to love it. You yeah. know, the ones that don't like it. You
0: can't do nothing with them.
1: Can't do nothing with them, but at the same time, usually it's something within them that's stopping them from really just embracing it. Right. So I really just say, you know, embrace my journey the same way that I would embrace yours. A lot of people, if you really know me, and I ain't going to say if you really know me, because, like, we going to get to know each other, you know what I mean? But I would embrace your journey the same way, you know, in my way, because I want to see you get there. So, mm-hmm. like, If you truly want to see anybody get there, not even just me, but in general, anybody in your life, if you truly want to see them get there, you're going to embrace what they do. You're not going to tolerate the bullshit, but you're definitely going to embrace whatever they're striving and aspiring to do. So I would say definitely do that same thing for me. You know, clap it up for me when needed, when necessary. I'll do the same for you, man. You know, support, support the music. You know what I mean? Get it out there. I'm not just saying it's. Something you gotta do. It's not like don't treat it like a chore. You feel me? Because a lot of artists can come through and just overload you with, "Hey, this is my new single. Listen to it. Listen yeah. to it. Listen to it. This is this. Share this." Like, I'm not saying none of that. Cause it's like it's the willingness behind it. That's the biggest thing right there. Like, be willing to actually share my shit. You know what I mean? Cause of it's course. not like I gotta sound like everybody else in the area at least. But it's like at the same time, don't be intimidated by it. You know what I mean? Cause you never know how I. Never know how I'm gonna look out for you. Yeah, no, for you. Don't yeah.
0: judge a book by its cover.
1: Yeah, you, feel yeah. me? you never know how I'm gonna look out for you for doing that. You can find pretty much everything that I do on IG, YouTube, Spotify. I don't really fuck with TikTok, so <laughs> now nah, I mean, you can go on TikTok and find me, but <laughs> you know, neither here nor there, it's not really gonna be updated. Twitter, Snapchat,
0: and your handle's all inhaling stars. My handle em.
1: is inhaling stars on everything except for. Twitter, and PlayStation Network. <laughs> you Xbox fans don't fucking judge me, because <laughs> I fuck with y'all too. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, man, just go support the journey. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like follow the stars. It's the <laughs> same. Excuse it's me. the same shit your ancestors used to do when you know Thanks. they couldn't find their way. They looked up at the stars and followed yeah. it. And you see where it led them to—great things. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to you know steer you wrong on on the road that I'm on or the road that you on. If anything, I'm gonna just always drop gems trying to keep you really just in a positive fashion and and while you growing through what you're growing through you don't go through it you grow through it
0: man all right man well thank you for sitting down with me today it's been a long time coming to do this so i really appreciate it guys we got inhaling stars here on the artist point that's of that's view that's from that's the that's archive that's project that's here make sure you go stream his music his most recent project was that's project that's iphone it was flame toxic that's nights that's was one of my favorite <laughs> songs so, yeah. Thank you guys know. so much for tuning in. I want to thank Venue by 4M, and I want to yeah. thank Poetic Productions for recording and developing the video, a- the visual adaptation to this podcast. You guys have a great one, and we'll see you soon.
1: I appreciate y'all, man. Of course. Definitely of course. do, man. Everybody at the archive, I don't even know if y'all still recording, but fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> we still recording. Everybody at the archive, you know what I mean, the archive project, Will, I appreciate you, man, being a, being a man behind yeah, the camera. It,